0: Welcome to the Bible 365 podcast, delivering God's Word to you every day, walking with fellow Christians through the entire Bible in one year. Each book of the Bible is read by a different member of Holy Trinity Lutheran Church in Edmond, Oklahoma, bringing new voices to a timeless story. Let's hear God's Word for today.
1: Amos chapter 7. The Lord God showed me this. He was forming a swarm of locusts at the time the spring crop first began to sprout, after the cutting of the king's hay. When the locusts finished eating the vegetation of the land, I said, Lord God, please forgive. How will Jacob survive since he is so small? The Lord relented concerning this. It will not happen, he said. The Lord God showed me this. The Lord God was calling for a judgment by fire. It consumed the great deep and devoured the land. Then I said, Lord God, please stop. How will Jacob survive since he is so small? The Lord relented concerning this. This will not happen either, said the Lord God. He showed me this. The Lord was standing there by a vertical wall with a plumb line in his hand. The Lord asked me, What do you see, Amos? I replied, A plumb line. Then the Lord said, I am setting a plumb line among my people, Israel. I will no longer spare them. Isaac's high places will be deserted, and Israel's sanctuaries will be in ruins. I will rise up against the house of Jeroboam with a sword. Amaziah the priest of Bethel sent word to King Jeroboam of Israel, saying, Amos has conspired against you right here in the house of Israel. The land cannot endure all his words, for Amos has said this, Jeroboam will die by the sword, and Israel will certainly go into exile from its homeland. Then Amaziah said to Amos, Go away, you seer, flee to the land of Judah. Earn your living and give your prophecies there, but don't ever prophesy at Bethel again, for it is the king's sanctuary and a royal temple. So Amos answered Amaziah, I was not a prophet or the son of a prophet. Rather, I was a herdsman, and I took care of sycamore figs. But the Lord took me from following the flock and said to me, Go, prophesy to my people, Israel. Now hear the word of the Lord. You say, Do not prophesy against Israel. Do not preach against the house of Isaac. Therefore, this is what the Lord says, Your wife will be a prostitute in the city, Your sons and daughters will fall by the sword, and your land will be divided up with a measuring line. You yourself will die on pagan soil, and Israel will certainly go into exile from its homeland. Amos chapter 8 The Lord God showed me this, a basket of summer fruit. He asked me, What do you see, Amos? I replied, A basket of summer fruit. The Lord said to me, The end has come for my people Israel. I will no longer spare them. In that day, the temple's songs will become wailing. This is the Lord God's declaration. Many dead bodies thrown everywhere. Silence. Hear this, you who trample on the needy and do away with the poor of the land, asking, When will the new moon be over so we may sell grain, and the Sabbath so we may market wheat? We can reduce the measure while increasing the price and cheat with dishonest scales. We can buy the poor with silver and the needy for a pair of sandals, and even sell the chaff. The Lord has sworn by the pride of Jacob, I will never forget all their deeds. Because of this, won't the land quake and all who dwell in it mourn? All of it will rise like the Nile. It will surge and then subside like the Nile in Egypt. And in that day... This is the declaration of the Lord. I will make the sun go down at noon. I will darken the land in the daytime. I will turn your feasts into mourning and all your songs into lamentation. I will cause everyone to wear sackcloth and every head to be shaved. I will make that grief like mourning for an only son and its outcome like a bitter day. Look, the days are coming. This is the declaration of the Lord God when I will send a famine through the land not a famine of bread or a thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. People will stagger from sea to sea and roam from north to east seeking the word of the Lord, but they will not find it. In that day the beautiful young women, the young men also, will faint from thirst. Those who swear by the guilt of Samaria and say, As your God lives, Dan, or As the way of Beersheba lives, They will fall, never to rise again. Amos chapter 9 I saw the Lord standing beside the altar, and he said, Strike the capitals of the pillars so that the thresholds shake. Knock them down on the heads of all the people. Then I will kill the rest of them with the sword. None of those who flee will get away. None of the fugitives will escape. If they dig down to Sheol, from there my hand will take them. If they climb up to heaven, from there I will bring them down. If they hide on the top of Carmel, from there I will track them down and seize them. If they conceal themselves from my sight on the sea floor, from there I will command the sea serpent to bite them. And if they are driven by their enemies into captivity, from there I will command the sword to kill them. I will keep my eye on them for harm and not for good. The Lord, the God of armies, he touches the earth. It melts, and all who dwell in it mourn. All of it rises like the Nile and subsides like the Nile of Egypt. He builds his upper chambers in the heavens and lays the foundation of his vault on the earth. He summons the water of the sea and pours it out over the surface of the earth. The Lord is his name. Israelites, are you not like the Cushites to me? This is the Lord's declaration. Didn't I bring Israel from the land of Egypt, the Philistines from Kaftor, and the Aramaeans from Kur? Look, the eyes of the Lord God are on the sinful kingdom, and I will obliterate it from the face of the earth. However, I will not totally destroy the house of Jacob. This is the Lord's declaration. For I am about to give the command, and I will shake the house of Israel among all the nations, as one shakes a sieve, but not a pebble will fall to the ground. All the sinners among my people who say, Disaster will never overtake or confront us, will die by the sword. In that day I will restore the fallen shelter of David. I will repair its gaps, restore its ruins, and rebuild it as in the days of old so that they may possess the remnant of Edom and all the nations that bear my name. This is the declaration of the Lord. He will do this. Look, the days are coming. This is the Lord's declaration. When the plowman will overtake the reaper and the one who treads grapes, the sower of seed. The mountains will drip with sweet wine and all the hills will flow with it. I will restore the fortunes of my people Israel. They will rebuild and occupy ruined cities, plant vineyards and drink their wine, make gardens and eat their produce. I will plant them on their land, and they will never again be uprooted from the land I have given them. The Lord your God has spoken.
2: 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verses 25 through 40. Now about virgins, I have no command from the Lord, but I do give an opinion as one who by the Lord's mercy is faithful. Because of the present distress, I think that it is good for a man to remain as he is. Are you bound to a wife? Do not seek to be released. Are you released from a wife? Do not seek a wife. However, if you do get married, you have not sinned, and if a virgin marries, she has not sinned. But such people will have trouble in this life, and I am trying to spare you. This is what I mean, brothers and sisters. The time is limited. So from now on, those who have wives should be as though they had none. Those who weep as though they did not weep. Those who rejoice as though they did not rejoice. Those who buy as though they didn't own anything. And those who use the world as though they did not make full use of it. For this world in its current form is passing away. I want you to be without concerns. The unmarried man is concerned about the things of the Lord, how he may please the Lord. But the married man is concerned about the things of the world, how he may please his wife, and his interests are divided. The unmarried woman, or virgin, is concerned about the things of the Lord, so that she may be holy both in body and in spirit. But the married woman is concerned about the things of the world, how she may please her husband. I am saying this for your own benefit, not to put a restraint on you but to promote what is proper, and so that you may be devoted to the Lord without distraction. If any man thinks he is acting improperly toward the virgin he is engaged to, if she is getting beyond the usual age for marriage, and he feels he should marry, he can do what he wants. He is not sinning, they can get married. But he who stands firm in his heart, who is under no compulsion, but has control over his own will, and has decided in his heart to keep her as his fiancé, will do well. So then, He who marries his fiancée does well, but he who does not marry will do better. A wife is bound as long as her husband is living, but if her husband dies, she is free to be married to anyone she wants, only in the Lord. But she is happier if she remains as she is, in my opinion. And I think that I also have the Spirit of God.
0: This has been the Bible 365 Podcast, a production of Holy Trinity Lutheran Church and School in Edmond, Oklahoma in collaboration with Cinematic Waves, TV and film post-production studios. The Christian Standard Bible is copyright 2017 by Holman Bible Publishers, used by permission. Having heard the word for today, may the same Holy Spirit who inspired scripture now inspire faith in you to live each day as a disciple of Jesus Christ. Love God, love one another, and love your neighbor.